Welcome to Point of Health, a Blue Cross Blue Shield of Western New York audio cast to keep you updated on key issues in the rapidly changing healthcare industry. I'm Julie Snyder from Blue Cross Blue Shield of Western New York and the host of Point of Health. We want to provide focus for listeners on health insurance and healthcare in this free audio cast series. When you or your family member becomes ill or experiences an accident, you have a number of options for your care. Knowing when and why you should see a regular doctor, schedule a telemedicine visit, or make a trip to urgent care or even the emergency room can make a big difference in terms of cost, convenience, and care. Joining us today to discuss these care options is Dr. Hope Fisher, our health plan's medical director. Dr. Fisher has nearly two decades of experience as a practicing physician. She received her doctorate of medicine and a bachelor's of science from Howard University in Washington, D.C. Dr. Fisher has received numerous awards throughout her career for her efforts, including the Queens Hospital Center ED Physician of the Year Award. She is a member of the American Medical Association, the Medical Society of the State of New York, the Black Physicians Network, and the National Medical Association. Well, welcome, Dr. Fisher, to Point of Health. Thank you, Julie. (laughs) So today we're going to focus really on four main options for care. And can you help us understand what those are? Absolutely. So as you said, there are four main options for care. The first of these options is your primary care physician. So I think our website says it best when it says that your primary care provider is your medical home. So this is a physician that you see for the majority of your medical needs, including wellness visits, routine screenings, and non-emergent illnesses. So they assume the responsibility for your comprehensive care needs and also provide continuity of care. The second Second option is telemedicine. So telemedicine is simply the remote delivery of healthcare using telecommunication technology. So it's a model of care where the provider and the patient are not physically present with each other, but the use of video conferencing via a smartphone or tablet or computer, a doctor can easily diagnose and treat you wherever you may be and whenever the need may arise. So you can receive care in the comfort of your own home. The third option is urgent care. Urgent care centers are same-day walk-in facilities that handle a variety of minor medical problems. So these are conditions that may need to be treated right away, but are not considered true medical emergencies. So most urgent care facilities can perform x-rays, they can perform laboratory studies, and minor procedures on site. The final option would be the emergency department. So the purpose of the emergency department is to treat patients who are suffering from acute serious illness or injury that will lead to severe complications if not treated immediately. Patients are triaged according to their level of acuity, and so those requiring their urgent attention are always going to be treated first. So if we go for a non-emergent condition, there may be a little bit of a wait time because those who need the most help will be seen first. And research does show that people generally know when they should go to the emergency room. And I know we've made great progress as a health plan to really inform and educate our members about their options. But from your perspective, in what situations would the emergency room be the best option for care? So you should go to the ER for any acute sudden onset of symptoms or traumatic injuries that have potential to be life-threatening. So these include airway issues such as tongue swelling or throat tightness that can be the result of a severe allergic reaction or even from an infection. You have breathing problems such as COPD or asthma exacerbation that you can't control at home. You feel short of breath, heart attack or stroke 
symptoms, severe headaches, severe abdominal pain. And also, if you're pregnant and have vaginal bleeding or abdominal pain, that would be a reason to go to the emergency department. You have bleeding from any site that won't stop, severe physical trauma, fever, a high fever, change in mental status, flu-like symptoms, toxic injections, overdoses, and even in the cases of sexual assault, victims can go there and receive treatment as well. And also behavioral disturbances can be treated in emergency department as well. So thinking about that emergency room and urgency, when should a person call 911? You should call 911 in situations where there's a life-threatening emergency or immediate intervention is needed to protect someone's life. Okay, so I mentioned some of these previously when I talked about when to go to the emergency department, but according to the American Academy of of Emergency Physicians, some of these conditions are bleeding that won't stop, breathing problems, a change in mental status, chest pain, stroke symptoms, choking, coughing or vomiting blood, loss of consciousness, a heterospinal injury, traumas from either from a fall or a motor vehicle accident, smoke inhalation, near drownings, severe burn injuries, stroke symptoms, if someone's having suicidal or homicidal thoughts, that's a good reason to go, and also like persistent seizures. So also, if you're uncertain of when to call, I would say trust your gut. Having worked in the emergency department and urgent care, I've often had people come and say, you know, I have this and sure enough, there's something that's really acute going on. So if you don't know if your condition warrants a 911 call, then I would say go ahead and call anyway and let the dispatcher help you decide. Because even if you do call in case of you um, may need some instructions on what to do until help arrives. And especially for cases where you may see someone who falls suddenly unconscious, they may be able to walk you through the steps and you know tell you some tips on how to offer CPR. So the next topic is really when should someone go to urgent care? And I know as a health plan, we have spent spent a lot of time, especially for members in high deductible health plans or with coinsurance, to really understand the difference between calling your primary care physician, telling them it's okay to let it ring through to the service when it's an off hour, and have the opportunity to talk to your PCP or whoever from the practice is on call before you just go to urgent care. Now, we know urgent care centers are important, and they fill an important void when your primary care may not be available. But let's talk about situations where someone should go to urgent care. So urgent care centers are for patients whose illnesses or injuries don't present as life-threatening, but they can't wait till they see their primary. So these include minor accidents and falls, some cuts or wounds that may require stitching. Even if you have an abscess that's very painful when swollen, that may need to be incised and drained. Mild to moderate asthma attacks, cough, cold, flu symptoms, eye redness, irritation, sore throat, ear minor broken bones, as long as they're not protruding through the skin. (laughs) If you have any back pain or other musculoskeletal issues, dehydration, nausea, vomiting, earaches, and things like that. So things that should be addressed, but, you know, don't necessarily require a trip to the emergency department. So in general, urgent care is, you know, they have the advantage of being a quicker and a less expensive alternative to the emergency department. And I know from a convenience standpoint, many urgent care centers have extended hours, including evenings and weekends, whereas many primary care practices, at least in the markets we serve, aren't yet there. Is that correct, doctor? That is true. That is true. So when we come back from this short break, we'll continue this conversation about all the different care options that are available as we visit with our company's medical director, Dr. Hope Fisher. I'm Julie Snyder, and you're listening to Point of Health. We'll be right back. When was the last time you felt free? It's time to uncover that feeling again. 
with the compassion of a cross and shield, accepted by over 90% of doctors and specialists, and the power of a card that opens doors in all 50 states, giving you the freedom to love, to dream, to dance, like no one is watching. Blue Cross Blue Shield of Western New York. Live fearless. Please stay with us. You're listening to Point of Health. Before our break, we discussed seeking care at the ER, urgent care, but let's really go back to that statement you made, Dr. Fisher, about your primary care being your medical home. So in what instances should someone see their primary care doctor? Primary care physicians play a vital role in the healthcare system, not just when you feel sick, but for your annual wellness visits, for screenings, and for continued management of any kind of chronic conditions that you may have. If, however, you do feel ill, you can see them for symptoms like cough or cold or flu symptoms, earaches, sore throats, minor sprains, urinary tract infections, and other non-life-threatening symptoms. And always, you know, you can always call them as well if you're not feeling well and just, you know, get their opinion on whether or not you should go to the urgent care or, or emergency department or if it can wait or, you know, they can come into the office later on that day. That's good. And I do know that oftentimes if you go to the emergency room or urgent care, it is very important that you close the loop back with your PCP. Oftentimes they will get records, all your labs, all the things that occur during your hospital visit or urgent care visit, even as an outpatient. So very important that you do close the loop back to your PCP. So now we're going to shift and talk about telemedicine. It has really gained popularity in recent years, and it is a benefit that our health plan offers, often at a zero copay. So when is it a good option to seek care through a virtual visit? Telemedicine can be a good option for care if you need diagnosis and treatment for routine illnesses. So some telemedicine services offer 24-7 availability, so it eliminates the need of going to the emergency department or to urgent care for non-emergent situations. So this is especially helpful if you're on vacation, your doctor is away, your office is closed, you have small children at home with you and you don't want to kind of drag everyone to the ER or to urgent care with you. You can't take off of work and you want to save time. So it's an affordable, convenient, and easily accessible option in seeking care. And I know that we have partnered. Telemedicine is presented by Doctor On Demand at our health plan, and it is quite simple. You do need to go online to our website and then search for telemedicine, and the link will be right there. Speaking of telemedicine, the time of day can really influence what type of care you seek, especially as a caregiver or a parent of young children. It always seemed to me when I had young children, it wasn't until six o'clock or seven o'clock that things started cooking. So (laughs) if an illness or accident arises in the middle of the night or on the weekend, what recommendation and advice do you give Dr. Fisher? So having a sick child can always be (laughs) very challenging, especially as you said, things seem to get worse in the middle of the night and there actually is a medical (laughs) reason behind it. But anyway, if your child is sick after hours, you can certainly call the pediatrician and, you know, just kind of discuss what the symptoms your child is having. And they can tell you, based on what you're saying, whether or not it's something that can wait or if you need to go to the emergency room or urgent care or seek other methods of being seen. I would also like to say you should always trust your gut or your instincts because you have the advantage of seeing your child in front of you where the 
the person who's answering the phone can't necessarily see what's going on. So if the child looks like he or she's in distress, then by all means, you know, if it's something that you're really worried about, then I would just probably go to the emergency department and, and have that taken care of. So certain scenarios should automatically go to the ER anyway, such as toxic ingestion, or even if you have a baby from zero to three months old with a fever of over 100.4, those should go to the ER, you know, immediately. So otherwise, telemedicine can be a great option on the weekends and overnight. If your doctor's unavailable, you can also, you know, some urgent care places are open till midnight. Also on weekends, there's some walk-in clinics that can take you as well. And, um, you know, if you absolutely have to, emergency situations, again, go to the ER. So what if you're traveling, you're in another state? or you're out of your main service area for your health plan and something happens, a family member gets sick, what would you recommend? So if you are traveling and get sick, I would suggest you contact our plan. So whether it's abroad or statewide, you should just call and see what available resources that we have. And of course, again, if it's life-threatening, your options are an emergency department or the nearest hospital in the area. And, and this is also a case where if it's non-emergent, telemedicine could be an option as well. And it certainly is portable and mobile. I always tell people that I interact with to remember that as a member of our health plan, you can and you should call the number on the back of your ID card, usually, of course, during the week from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. You can call and ask for more information. Our frontline care team will make sure they connect you to the right people within the health plan. So, Dr. Fisher, very helpful point of health today. Thank you for being here. Is there anything else you would like our listeners to know as we close out this session? Well, you know, I think we covered a lot, but what I would say again is, you know, I can't stress enough the feeling of following your gut instinct. You know, if you really feel like it's a life-threatening thing, you know, things like throat tightness or you're having very severe symptoms, then by all means, trust your gut and go to the emergency department. But again, as you said, if you find yourself in a situation where you are going to urgent care or the emergency department, it is very, very important that you do follow up with your primary care physician just to make sure you have the continuity of care. And if you need any other, you know, additional services that help manage your condition. And finally, you know, don't be afraid to call the number in the back of your card and uh, see what our plan has to offer. Very good. Well, this has been a very helpful and informative session. I want to thank Dr. Hope Fisher, a medical director at our plan for being here. I'm Julie Snyder, Senior Vice President, and you're listening to Point of Health. You've been listening to Point of Health, brought to you by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Western New York. To share this free content, visit us at bcbswny.com in the News Center. Join us next time for another informative episode focused on the topics that matter to you in the healthcare industry. Thank you for joining us.